We're Rachel and Erica, and this is the Autoimmune in You podcast. Neither of us took one answer as our truths when we were diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, and we want you to do the same. There is so much information out there, so many people telling you what or what not to do, and we know how confusing it can feel. This podcast is about breaking past your limits and fears and realizing that different things work for each of us. You are the creator of your own journey, and guess what? You can do whatever the fuck you want. Hey everyone, welcome back to Autoimmune and You. I cannot believe we are recording our last episode of the year, and this is our second year of podcasting. It's literally insane. I cannot wrap my brain around this. (laughs) And the fact that I'm like so freaking excited to be recording this right now because we're recording it with a brand new intro. We have Mm -hmm. a brand new cover photo, like everything just feels so renewed and exciting. And like, not that it hasn't felt exciting, but it's everyone likes something new, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And that just, I feel like not only is the cover and our new intro like different, it's, it's more mature because we have matured through this podcasting realm. Like, think about it. Like we didn't know what the heck we were doing. We barely even knew each other. And now we have so many skills and so many things that we have gone through this year that I really feel that this new intro and this new cover is a representation of that. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I mean, we have been sitting on this cover for a while and just waiting for when it felt right to release to you guys. And like, we've literally had this plan since before the retreat. That's the crazy yeah. part. Like we've been like, all right, we're ready for this rebrand. And all we have to do is record the new intro and like, we're, we're there. Right. And all we were waiting for, honestly, is like a photo of us together for the, Mm -hmm. um, the new cover photo, because our old one, I mean, you guys may know this, you may not. We literally took separate photos and basically just like put them together onto the cover. And now our new cover photo is literally us actually together from the retreat, which is so exciting and empowering for us. And every time I look at it, I'm reminded of like this beautiful thing that we put together. And the fact that we are in the process of planning for our second annual women's autoimmune retreat, like a luxury, beautiful retreat, like Oh my God. I will definitely tell you guys more about that probably on the next episode, but this episode is all about like how far we've come in the last two years and individually and together and through the podcast and how far the podcast itself has come. And I'm just like, of course, getting chills all over my body as I say this, because it's just so crazy to think about. Like when I am talking to people about like what I do for work, I'm like, Oh, I'm a, you know, autoimmune wellness coach. And I also have a podcast and I never used to actually say the podcast part. Like, yeah, I used to just, I don't know. I never really said it. And then I realized, no, we, we dedicate a lot of hours every week to this and we don't usually get paid for it except for recently when we just started getting like sponsors and stuff finally, which is so exciting Mm -hmm. and perfect timing, just like with how much we've evolved in our confidence and the value that we offer our listeners. And people are like, oh my God, really? And then they'll ask more about the podcast. And once I say like we have 60 plus episodes, they're like, what? Because a lot of podcasts end after honestly like 10 episodes or something. I can't tell you the amount of times I've started listening to a podcast and I get super stoked. 
And then I get through all of them. And then I'm just like, wait, it's kind of like when a like mm-hmm. season of your favorite show ends and you're like, wait, but no, I want more. <laughs> yep. And even like uh, telling my husband, I was like, yeah, you know, we're going to record about like the end of the year. And this is us two years podcasting. And the fact that we have 60 episodes out there is like, it's so wild. Like, I don't think people know. And I don't even think maybe we even knew how much work and love and attention to detail goes into all of this. Mm -hmm. Like there's multiple layers to this whole process. And I just like feel really cool to even have this opportunity to expand myself in this way, a way that I never would have been able to Mm -hmm. if I didn't meet you. Like I'm pretty confident. I think we said it last year, maybe even like, I always thought about a podcast because I feel like I do have a lot to say about a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't have that confidence in myself to be like, you know, gather my own following, you know, together we are so much more powerful. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes it really special to our listeners is that we are very similar and very passionate about the same thing. And people literally get to hear two friends talk about the reality and life with an autoimmune disease. And not just that, but like genuinely offer you guys some, you know, guidance and support. And you may not have that, you know, Mm -hmm. in your own personal life. So I think that's really unique because if I would have, you know, had this available to me when I got first diagnosed, I definitely would have been like addicted to listening to that because you want to hear people go through struggles, but you also want to hear them overcome those struggles. And like, like we show the balance of both of those sides, which I think is really unique because we're not just like, look at my life's great. Like, dude, we have been through some shit in the last Mm. couple of years. And especially within the last year, like we have both gone through a lot personally and you guys have been a part of that. Like literally, you know, you've heard all the struggles (laughs) and our like perspective towards things and our attitude and how we've changed our mindset about specific things. And like, Mm -hmm. you've been a part of that. And that's really crazy to think about. It's a really special thing. And honestly, sometimes I actually not sometimes all the time, I forget just how much people kind of like know about my life because of like posting on Mm -hmm. social media and because of our podcast. And I feel like you guys know us pretty well, like in our autoimmune journey, like obviously you don't know all the like nuances of like our lives and stuff like that, but you know, quite a bit. And sometimes I kind Mm -hmm. of forget that because people will like, I don't know, say something to me or ask about something. And I'm like, wait, what? Like even just people in my daily life that maybe not daily life, but like people in my life that I don't necessarily interact mm-hmm. with daily. And they'll ask me a question about something or be like, Oh yeah, I saw that. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I did post about that. And it's just so fun because to me, it's so natural to be sharing. And I really appreciate that and, and feel seen that people are like, thank you for sharing so authentically. Thank you for not just sharing like the beautiful times, the good times, like everyone out there. And sometimes to me, I'm just like, well, yeah, like, why wouldn't I, you know, like it's so natural. It feels like there's no way that I could not share in that way because that's just who I am. And that's how I want to, I want to be perceived and I want to continue to shine my light as 
me. Like I don't need to shelter. I don't need to sugarcoat things. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. And I just feel so appreciative that you guys make us feel seen and also allow us the space to feel vulnerable and like to get real with you. And honestly, that you allow us the space on this podcast specifically to have like a longer form of just sharing our story. Cause obviously on like Instagram and our websites and Erica's YouTube and stuff like that, you can can only share so much. And here we get to literally do whatever the fuck we want. And that took us a long time to realize. And obviously if you've been listening from the start, or maybe you're a new listener, but you started like listening from the first episode on, like you've been able to see that involvement in ourselves of like the way that we share the fact that we just keep getting more and more and more real and raw. The fact that like when shit hits the fan, sometimes we just got to stare it in the face and laugh at it. Like, (laughs) yeah. And that just makes me think, you know, if you just listen to our new intro, right. We said in the intro, we were like going back and forth with saying, do do whatever the fuck you want. But we literally say that all the time on this podcast. So we were like, okay, we're going to put this in our intro because we want the person that is going to listen to this podcast, get, uh, have an understanding of what they're coming into. Mm -hmm. Like that we were like, okay, we have to kind of put this in there because that is the truth. That Mm -hmm. is what this podcast is truly about. And I want to go back to you saying like, you know, we're, you being authentic and sharing the way that you share. Like, obviously I'm the same way, Mm -hmm. but I didn't really appreciate and understand that because not many people have a platform to Mm -hmm. put themselves out there in such a way. Usually people are just existing. However, they're existing and they don't really know how they are or how they're perceived because people don't usually give that kind of feedback. You know, I've, I've, you know, obviously my friends always say like, I appreciate how honest and genuine you are with things, but it's different when you're hearing it from people that like Mm -hmm. don't have any idea of who you are. Yeah. But I was going to say the, the one thing that I wrote down for like the biggest, I don't even know if it's growth. Maybe I've just like fully stepped into that, but I think the most important thing that I've learned this year is being honest with yourself is the most authentic that you can be, right? Mm -hmm. Because when you are honest with yourself, you are not denying your needs. You are not denying your intuition. You are fully embracing all aspects of your life and you're not limiting yourself. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's what this podcast has really like encourage me to do is like continue even when I get that ah like you know how are you know get those questions in my head or how are people gonna see me or what are they gonna think not that I have ever really cared about that but those thoughts pop into my head Mm -hmm. and now I'm just like no like by me being honest with myself with all of the things that I've gone through this year that makes me feel like I'm living my higher true authentic self. Mm-hmm. And that is also giving other people permission to do that, do that for themselves mm-hmm. because we live in a fake ass world. So when you see people living a certain way, talking about certain things as if like life is not hard and complicated, it doesn't give someone permission to speak up for themselves yeah. and like do things that feel true to them because they want to follow along with 
whoever they've seen, you know, in the autoimmune world do it the way that they've done it. And so they're like, oh, well, I, I don't have permission to allow myself to do what's intuitively right for me or like actually prioritize my needs because somebody else said that worked for them. So I'm going to go along with that. And like mm-hmm. being honest with yourself is saying, hey, this doesn't work for me. It's not applying the same way that it applies to someone else. Mm-hmm. So like, I need to make decisions that feel honest and true to me. And that's how you live authentically. And that is what this podcast hopefully has been about for you as the listener. Step into that authenticity if you never felt that you were coming from that place. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people are people pleasers. A lot mm-hmm. of people have a hard time saying no. A lot of people don't want to make drastic changes in their life because of fear of losing friendships or losing relationships. People stay the same and they deny their own needs and they're mm-hmm. not happy. And so with this podcast, stepping in, like owning that, being honest with yourself, it makes you authentic, but it also makes you a happier human being. And I think as we're going to share later, uh, an email from one of our listeners what this podcast truly embodies, Mm -hmm. you're going to see that like we're giving a lot of people permission to be authentic on this journey. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of like our rebrand is that that's always been our mission, but it is so much stronger now because again, we didn't know exactly what this was going to evolve into when we started. And now we're Mm -mm. like, oh, okay, here we go. Buckle up. Like, and I think I don't, I, I guess I want to kind of go back for a second to um, when you were talking about like saying what we can do, whatever the fuck you want on the intro, we went back and forth. Like we even like tried it with the bleep in it and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like, if yeah. you're offended by that, I got to be honest, you don't need to be here. Like this is who we are and this is our yeah. authentic selves. And like, we swear. And we honestly like, fuck can be a really good word. Okay. Like it can show power. It can yes. feel good to say, like when you stub your toe and you're just like, fuck, like sometimes that feels a little bit better. Okay. Like you just got to embrace that. <laughs> um, that being said, we're not going to all of a sudden be like a podcast. That's like every other word is a swear word, like bear with us. Yeah. But the <laughs> the thing there is just that like, we don't need to censor ourselves whatsoever. And I love that you were like, just being honest with yourself is authenticity. And I want to raise a point that sometimes that's really uncomfortable and you have to be okay with the fact that it might be uncomfortable. Like, oh yeah, you guys have been oh, with yeah. us through so much, especially just in this last year. Um, you guys have heard like each of us being like, sick with like fucked up voices you've seen you know me or heard I should say me move from Portland to Seattle you've um heard me taking on a head coach position at Orange Theory for six months and then quitting that position and honestly that alone that like six month period of time I had an exponential amount of personal growth because while I did like the job and while I absolutely loved like interacting with all the members there and I loved coaching classes and like y'all know that I had like the best playlist and I love like watching people jam out to playlists while they're working out and I loved like being able to encourage people over the mic and I love the sense of community there's so much about it that I loved but at the same time I had to be 
honest with myself on just how much time and energy it was taking away from me taking care of myself, from me um, contributing to my autoimmune community that I've built, like my support group, to contributing to planning for the retreat and this podcast. And honestly, the retreat that we just hosted in October would not have gone nearly as well as it did if I hadn't have quit a month before because I was able to devote (laughs) that much more time. Um, to like the final touches of planning. And I was able to like take some time after the retreat to stay in California a couple extra days and spend some time just like recuperating and then taking my time to get home and getting back into the swing of things. And I, I guess like, it's kind of like anything in life where when you're in it, you don't necessarily realize just how much something is affecting you. And then when you're out, you're like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, like my norm was literally sleeping like four hours a night. And I still had, like, I, I felt like I had as much energy, but then when I look back, I'm like, I was becoming such a shell of myself and I didn't have time or energy to be working out every day. And I feel so freaking good. I love strength training. I love lifting weights and I was not doing it. I was doing it maybe one time a week and that was it. Like I have always literally since the very beginning of my autoimmune journey, right after I was done with physical therapy, I was working out anywhere from three to six times a week. Like it feels really good to my body and I got to keep moving in order to like make my joints feel good. And I think like it was unfortunately easy to lose even just that sense of myself, much less all of these other aspects of my journey. I wasn't really journaling a lot. I was meditating sporadically, like all these things that I've done since the very beginning of my journey that just kind of fell. And I didn't necessarily realize just how much those parts of my um, routine had fallen until I was at a point where I was like, I have to quit. I somehow just came into this awareness of whoa what has happened like I was in this like time warp because again I liked what I was doing you know but then once I realized wait a second something's up like my energy is not what it used to be I'm not able to devote the time and energy and it would be different if that was my end goal right if I wanted to stick with the company, they wanted me to move up and be a regional head coach. And like, they saw this stuff for me. Like I hadn't even been there for long. And they were like, we want you to do this. We want you to do that. Like, which obviously feels amazing. And it makes you want to stay right. I went back and forth so many times. I'm like, yeah, but they really like me and I like it. And da, da, da. but I was like, this isn't my end goal. My end goal is literally Ted talks. My end goal is literally running an empire with Erica. My end goal is having a support group. I hate calling it a support group because it's not just that. It's literally like a positive collective. It's not even like, oh, my, you know, my joint hurts today. Poor me. And everyone's like, get on medication. It's like the total opposite of that. And I see thousands of people in my community for that. I see, you know, both of us being able to spearhead and do multiple retreats a year. Like I see all of this for us. And that is the end goal. And I had to have that self-awareness and be honest with myself of, Hey, this other thing that is making me a sustainable paycheck, that's making me feel fulfilled just isn't it for me, for my soul, for my purpose. Anyone can do that. Not anyone can do what Erica and I are doing in the autoimmune community. And I stand by that. Yeah. I'm going to go back to you saying that, um, you were like, oh, I remember. Okay. So I remember when I would get on calls with you, you'd be like, oh, I only slept four hours. Da, 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 da. And you're like, it's fine. Da, da, da. And you would be achy and you would be swollen. And, you know, I was just like, okay, like, you know, she <laughs> says she can operate on that. And I'm like, scientifically, we need at least eight hours of sleep 
And now they're showing that women actually need more sleep than that usually compared to like men. So like literally we need sleep, but you were kind of almost in a survival mode because Mm -hmm. you have to pay bills. You have to do this. You had to get up and go to work early and ride your bike through the cold, Mm -hmm. through the rain, whatever to work. Like that was what you had to do. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going to be like, Rachel, like you need to get eight hours of sleep. Cause I was like, she needs to do what she needs to do, Mm -hmm. obviously. Right. And now that you're in a different place where you can have extra rest and you can sleep, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously your body does catch up with it, but that's just like a common thing for a lot of people. Like think about my diet, for instance, it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, I love being vegan. I love being a part of this vegan community. I love this, you know, this idea in my head. And I did allow myself to uh, suffer a little bit Mm -hmm. because I wasn't feeling, I wasn't feeling my best. So it took me time, especially after, you know, well, the miscarriage was the thing that that was like actually the true catalyst of like, okay, you need to change things. That was my body letting me go. Like you you Mm -hmm. can't have a baby if you are not, if your nutritional needs needs are not being met Mm -hmm. and you are not, you don't have enough muscle and fat on your body to be able to like carry a baby, you know? So that was an awakening for me. But that's the thing. Even though we talk about our lives through this podcast. And it sounds like we have a lot of self-awareness in that moment. And there is, there's a level of self-awareness, but sometimes it takes us personally six months to a year mm-hmm. to actually, maybe it's a couple of weeks, maybe it's a couple of months, but usually for most people, it is not a direct immediately changed once, no. once something weird starts happening in your body, right? Like Rachel feeling tired or me feeling unsatiated and mm-hmm. like, you know, hungry all the time. Like we didn't go, Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to immediately change my diet. You know, it takes time for you to go, okay. I was here, you know, two years ago feeling this way. And now I feel this way. So what is happening here? Mm -hmm. What has changed? And that's something for you to take away from this conversation is that it, it's not always an immediate change that's going to happen where you're like, Oh my God, I should, you know, I, I did that right on time. Like usually it's like, it's a little bit of a delayed thing, but then, but then in retrospect, you know, you have to give yourself self-compassion because you're like, well, that was the reality of my life at that moment. Mm -hmm. And that's no longer the case now. So like how, what can I do? How can I change it? How can I move forward? Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times, not only, does it take a while by the time you get to the point where you make a change, it's kind of out of necessity, which is kind of unfortunate, right? Which is one of our big missions is like helping you to gain the self-awareness so that you don't get to the point where it's like, you absolutely have to make the change, right? Like Mm -hmm. it feels a lot better when you can be aware and you can be honest with yourself and make a change before you absolutely have to. So like for me, I mean, I got to a point where I was so run down that I was sick for two weeks and I was realizing just how much the stress of all of that and trying to keep up with my autoimmune clients and group and the podcast and the retreat were, and the fact that I wasn't really sleeping. And I realized like so late in that sleep and stress are huge factors to my flare-ups and no wonder I was flared up all the time. It wasn't like crazy flare-ups, but I was flared up a lot, like mini flare-ups multiple times in the week, honestly. 
And it got to a point where I was like, oh my God, wait a second. I've been sick for two weeks and I have to keep going. Like there's no one to cover for me. They're super short staffed. Like I'm still covering for other people, even though I'm the one that's sick. Like it's just crazy. And I, again, I did it out of necessity. I did it because I felt like I had to, but at a certain point I said, you know what? This steady paycheck is not worth my health. I will fucking figure it out. I don't care anymore. I have to go. And for me, Mm -hmm. it really truly was necessity and like having that self um, preservation to know that if I were to keep going, it would be absolutely detrimental and I was going to completely decline and I wasn't going to be doing the things that I want to do. And Another thing that I noticed, I might've talked about this on an episode when I was saying that I quit, but it was little things. It was like, I literally had to force myself to like stand up and dance, which we all know. I love dancing. I love dancing around my apartment. I always have music playing. And the fact that that was like a thing that I had to get around in my mind and that I didn't just automatically do, that was another wake up call of like, wait a second, why am I not doing these things? You know? And that's, and that's what, um, what, drove me with the diet changes was that Mm -hmm. I was no longer connected to my food anymore. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to, I didn't want to grocery shop. I didn't want to meal prep because I lost all connection because Mm -hmm. everything that I was eating wasn't making me feel full, wasn't making me feel energized, wasn't, you know, making me feel excited about eating. So that was to me, like, what's going on? Like, I love food. I love taking care of myself. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden, I have zero motivation to do any of that. That's, that's a good sign. Yeah. Something that's coming up for me right now is to share like a very tangible tip here. This is something that I did at the very, like literally probably within the first couple days, even before I was diagnosed, um, pro- I think it was right after like the second time I went to urgent care and the person was like, dude, there's something else going on. This is not just bursitis. And I immediately took to journaling. A lot of you already know this, especially my clients, but it's like, I was, I immediately started writing what I was grateful for, but not only that, but the things that I missed and the things that brought me joy and the things that I remembered from however long years, days, months, whatever that made me smile or made me happy. And the things that keep kept coming up for me then were nature and travel and dancing and working out. Those were like the big ones for me. And like helping people was another big one for me. And now with what I do every day for work is literally like I can go in nature whenever I want. I can Um, well, relatively speaking, when I'm in the city, it's a little bit challenging, but like I can go on a walk whenever I want, you know, and like, Mm -hmm. I get to help people every day. I can work out whenever I want on my own schedule. And these are all things that are very important to me. And when I was at orange theory, part of that self-awareness was kind of like, I did do some journaling, especially near the end of what are the things that bring me joy that I don't have right now? And that's very similar to the way that I journaled when I was like first getting diagnosed was like, what are the things that I want to be able to do again that I don't have time or energy for right now? And it was just kind of like cathartic to have to go back to that same thing from five plus years ago of, wait, I'm kind of back to square one because I'm flaring up all the time. I feel like a shell of myself. I don't know what the direction of like what I'm doing is. I just know that I need to be doing something different. And so I highly encourage you to take a moment to journal for yourself or even just like 
doodle or think about it or something, but bring self-awareness to what are the things, if you feel like there's an area of your life that needs to change, especially this is a perfect time with like going into the new year for yourself of what are things that I know used to bring me joy that don't necessarily bring me joy anymore, or what are things that used to bring me joy that I don't have time to do anymore or energy to do. Um, and for me, honestly, a big catalyst too, was being able to travel whenever I wanted, because I was once again, finding myself like I had in the past tied down to a job where I didn't get to make my own schedule. I didn't get to travel whenever I wanted. I had to request time off and, um, I'm currently in New Zealand. Like I'm in New Zealand, able to still fully work and able to have so much less stress. Like I was telling Erica before we started recording that I've had like bites of food that I wouldn't usually hear in there, like silly things, like a few crackers that were not gluten-free and like some bites of cheese and stuff like that, that I, at home probably honestly might've flared me up because of the difference in weather, because of the difference in like the environment and the levels of stress that I feel in general. Not that I'm super stressed at home, but it's just different when you're like traveling and you're able to just like relax a little bit more, even though I'm working. And I just feel so blessed that I made that decision for myself and I'm making, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm making way less money now because it's just me. It's just my business. It's just our sponsors of our podcast, but I am so much freaking happier. I feel so much more myself. And I honestly have more of a belief in my business and in our business together than I ever have before, because I'm like, this is a real thing. And like, I'm all in. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for yourself, building self-awareness starts with, um, taking inventory of what's going on, taking inventory of how things mentally, physically, emotionally make you feel and the things that don't make you feel too good and the things that do make you feel good and the things that you know might make you feel good that you want to try out. But you have to start somewhere with that stuff and you have to be honest with yourself. It all comes back to what Erica said. You have to be willing to be honest and be willing to be uncomfortable in the answers that come up and then be able to work through those uncomfortable answers and know that it might feel uncomfortable for a moment, but it will feel better after that. Yeah, absolutely. And that goes into... The second thing that has really been reoccurring in my life this year, which is being flexible with yourself. Mm -hmm. So being able to be flexible is the most growth promoting thing that we could possibly do. If we live by rigid rules, right, we are highly restrictive of ourselves and, you know, of other people that is going to cloud our perception of ourself. Because if we are trying to fit into a mold that we think that we should be in, and again, we're not being honest with ourselves, we are going to limit our potential. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, you know, you don't know what other types of versions of yourself are out there, minus the one that you're at now. Mm -hmm. Like we cannot, we can look back at past versions of ourselves, mm -hmm. but we cannot predict future versions of ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not possible. But the only thing we know for sure is that if we do have rigid roles, we are very like restrictively, like restrictive in our mindset and we don't have that flexibility we're not going to be open to new possibilities of who mm -hmm. we can become. And that has been a big defining thing that has been coming up like this whole year is flexibility. And honestly, like thinking back 
to the beginning of my health journey, like there was a lot of restrictedness. There was mm-hmm. a lot of rules that I had around full food and my lifestyle and my routines mm-hmm. and all this stuff. Even with medication, there were so many things that I was like very, very stuck on. And then time we started doing this podcast is when, you know, within that year leading up to our podcast, like I had really started to implement like, okay, you need to not be so rigid with yourself. Mm -hmm. You need to not be critical of yourself. You need to not hold yourself to a standard. Like you need to be like open. But I feel like really throughout this podcast in the last couple of years, like I am way more flexible with myself. And guess what comes with flexibility? (laughs) Freedom. Yeah. Inner freedom. I'm not saying that we all need to go, you know, eat fast food and like live a ridiculous lifestyle and just be like, well, I want to be flexible. <laughs> like, you know, the capacity that you're able to bend without breaking. Mm-hmm. So think about that. If you know yourself really well, which I do at this point in my life, I know how to implement flexibility without it being to my own demise. Mm-hmm. Because I am so in tune with myself when okay, I can work out. Okay. To what extent, you know, Mm -hmm. how hard can I go without pushing myself too far? I can indulge in some foods here and there to what extent until I know that it starts affecting me and then I can pull back on it and I can, you know, clean up my diet. But the flexibility has been huge for me. And because of, I was telling Rachel before we got on this podcast, like, I don't know if it's, because of the medication or because I've become more and more more in tune with myself and I know really what are my biggest triggers that are actually going to cause a physical response to the things that I'm doing in my life. Um, Mm -hmm. So I don't know, but that's not the point. The point is, is like being on medication has allowed more flexibility in my life because when I was without medication for those five years or whatever, I've lost in my time span now. I feel like I always say something different because it's, it's, all, it's, it's all a big blur. It's like, I've tried so many things, done so many things, but the, okay, predominantly without being medicate on medication, like I didn't feel I had room for flexibility because everything that I would do would have a major consequence to mm. that now. So now, like I used my old perspective would have been, well, just eat really strictly and then you won't deal with consequences Mm -hmm. and then you won't have to worry about that. But I'm like, I'm at the part of my life where I'm like, dude, you literally have one life. And look at this is my part of my life, my part of my healing journey. Six years ago, very, very different. Mm -hmm. Right. And that and that served me a, a specific purpose on my journey. But now because I've done all the hard work, because I've disciplined myself, because I've changed my life from the inside out, I have the room for flexibility. And the flexibility has been really nice and more healing than I could have possibly imagined for myself. Like now, if I go to a, you know, a family thing or we go out somewhere, like I can try something and go, okay, you know, this isn't gonna screw me over for like a whole entire month, you know, mm-hmm. or just like the flexibility with like, you know what, I can stay up a little later tonight, because I know tomorrow, I'll be able to like rest, I have this like, 
this more of a free range at this point in my journey. And that feels like really, really good because Mm -hmm. a lot of us uh, at the beginning of our journey, we do get very rigid and we don't have any flexibility and rightfully so because we're trying to get our inflammation Mm -hmm. under control. But this podcast is about growing and evolving, right? And not limiting ourselves and not staying stuck in that past version of ourselves and allowing ourselves to step into a new possible version of yes. ourselves. And on and honestly, within this last year, I feel like I look back even to myself at the beginning of the year. I'm like, holy crap. Like I feel majorly different. And that feels good because it's like, I don't want to stay the same. I don't want to be the same. Like who knows, you know, the next podcast episode at the end of next year, like what type of insights and perspectives that we're going to be having. Um, But yeah, I think the flexibility and being honest with myself has been very transformative. That goes right along with something that I had written down as well, which was um, spontaneity is actually a really positive thing because I don't know about anyone else listening out there, but I am a Virgo and that comes through hardcore sometimes. And especially even like before I was diagnosed, especially I would say ever since I was diagnosed, because I've gone on such a self-growth journey, like I have changed so drastically in that area, as far as like the perfectionistic side and needing like order and organization and timing and all that stuff. And I have to say in the last year specifically, I have learned to absolutely love spontaneity. Like I used to be the person that I don't know, like if I was like out somewhere for dinner and like friends wanted to like go out for drinks, I would like, I'm not that I wouldn't necessarily go, but I would like have some Mm -hmm. reservations about it be like, oh, I don't know. Like, should I like, and now I'm just like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. Like, I want to go have Mm -hmm. fun. And obviously if it doesn't feel authentic and like good to me, then I'm not going to go. Yeah. And there's a balance to be found there of being spontaneous spontaneity, being spontaneous <laughs> and, um, knowing yourself and staying true to like, eh, intuitively, this doesn't really feel good. So I'm not going to do it. Right. And with the spontaneity is the freedom. Like that's part of what I think just goes together so nicely is spontaneity makes you feel more free. Um, and spontaneity can be with anything in your life. It can be, like I said, an example, like going to dinner and then going out for drinks after it can be something like, you know, trying something different, having that flexibility and maybe trying something on a whim, you know, like not everything has to be strategically planned out and like every single thing to a T and knowing blah, blah, like, yes, we want to set ourselves up for success, but sometimes that's to our detriment. And so I think that realizing and having that self-awareness of like when that's actually doing you more harm than good, maybe mentally or emotionally, like having the ability to course correct when you need to, and to recognize when maybe you're being a little bit too rigid and maybe you need some of that spontaneity to bring back certain senses of yourself that may have like been sheltered, um, because of, you know, circumstances that may or may not be in your control. Um, And so in general, on this podcast, we've always had this mission, but we're reiterating so much more because again, we have learned so much. Yeah. We want to give you permission to do the same things in your life. 
we yeah. want to make sure that what we're sharing with you is resonating with you. And we've have heard that from a lot of you, which obviously makes us feel really good. And we want that to continue. We want you to know that like, it is okay to just want to live your life. Like Erica shared two episodes ago about like the fact that she's just kind of taking a turn in the way that she's sharing about her journey. And she just wants to live. She's at a point in her journey. And I feel very much the same. I'm at a point in my journey where I feel really good, where I feel really aligned with the things that I'm doing professionally and personally and in, you know, socially and all the things. And I just want to fucking live like, yeah. yes, I have an autoimmune disease and no, I don't want to dwell on it. Someone in my support group, um, left a, um, testimonial the other day that said something about the fact that like, yes, in the collective, we talk, like, we know that we all have an autoimmune disease, but we're not sitting there talking about it all the time. The things that we do in the support group, the things that we do on this podcast, the things that we've done at the retreat aren't like, Hey, you have an autoimmune disease. Here's what you need to do. Here's what you need to not do. Oh, don't forget you have an autoimmune disease. Oh, Hey, by the way, what do you do for your autoimmune disease? Like it's, it's, actually the complete opposite. It's like, yo, we all know that we deal with this stuff. So maybe let's try to do some stuff that makes us feel a little bit better and takes our mind off of it for a second. But if you do need the support, you know, that like, we're here for you. We get it. And if you do need the support, we know, you know, that like, you're going to receive an outpouring of love with absolutely no judgment for any reason. Like I want to like bring it down to the fact that like, we both drink, you know, we drink from time to time. Like I really enjoy smoking weed from time to time. Like I, you know, like different types of plant medicines. Like I think that it's really important to be open and honest about this stuff that like, we're not like these rigid people. And we're, yes, we are, we do have our non-negotiables every day, but there is a balance to be found in like living your life and having fun and also finding a more spiritual side to things. And knowing that even when you are just doing things for fun, that can still be an intention just to do something to have fun and to let go and to release stress. Yeah, exactly. I think again, when it comes to like alcohol, you know, it's such a weird area in the autoimmune community, Mm because obviously, alcohol, we've talked about this before, it's not actually like healing to our body. Mm -hmm. But if you feel that you want to go just have a drink with your friend, and like, if that is one way for you to just unwind and sometimes escape from the reality of what you're going to, I don't think escape, if anything, Mm -hmm. because I feel like I think it depends, like, on the scale of like drinking, like obviously if you're drinking too much, you're escaping, <laughs> yeah. but, but if you're just like, you know, having that flexibility with yourself and allowing yourself to have a little drink, you know, that's okay. But I, I think the key with all of this is the, the other thing that is like something that I've been thinking about this year is empowerment, true empowerment is trusting yourself yes. and not, and not a lot of people trust themselves on this journey. Mm -hmm. Trust every person that I work with, right? I do not tell them what or what not to do. Mm -hmm. I have suggestions. I have things. I have all that, but I don't sit there and say, this is what your daily routine Mm -hmm. is going to look like. You know, you can't have alcohol. You can't have gluten. Mm -hmm. You can't have this. I have, I tell them the greatest power that you're going to have on this journey and the, the way that you're going to feel the most empowered over your health is trusting your innate wisdom mm-hmm. within you. Yes. So a, lo- a lot of people, when they reach out to me, they have no trust in themselves, right? Because they don't have that deeper relationship on 
like a visceral level, on an emotional level, Mm -hmm. on a mental level, on a physical level. And I'm really just here to help them learn to trust themselves and to make the best decisions that they can for their health. Because I can say I can have a drink on the weekends and be totally fine. That may not be the case for Mm -hmm. somebody else, not just, you know, it causing them physical symptoms with their autoimmune disease, but maybe it's like an emotional trigger. Maybe Mm -hmm. it mentally doesn't make them feel good. Yeah. I can't make, I can't make that decision for you. Exactly. And I think what our podcast really embodies is that when you trust yourself the way that we trust ourselves and make decisions based off of our trusting ourselves, that is why we feel so empowered in mm-hmm. what we do. And that is why we're giving so many other people permission to do the same for themselves of mm-hmm. like, hey, like I've had this feeling because look at we talked about like at the beginning of this episode, we talked about being honest with yourself. Okay, you can be honest with yourself. But are you going to trust yourself enough Mm. to make that decision? That's a whole different step. That's a whole different thing. So you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be flexible with yourself. And with that will come the empowerment. And with that will come more healing on your journey. And the ultimate freedom to just be yourself and to not feel like you have to conform to anything or be a certain way or do certain things. And that doesn't only go with like autoimmune, right? I feel like there's so many people out there that see like flashy cards and nice houses and like beautiful children and whatever else is out there. And it brainwashes us into thinking like somehow we have to be that or find that or create that for ourselves. Maybe that's not genuinely what you want. Like just have that freedom to check yourself over and over and over. That's something that both of us are constantly doing is checking ourselves on our intentions behind everything that we're doing. And like, God, more than anything, like we just want everyone to be happy. We just want you to live a life like on your own freaking terms in the autoimmune community. It's so easy to feel like that freedom and that like power over yourself is yanked away, especially those of us that are like thrown into the medical system and like are constantly spinning around that medical system and can't find our way out. Like there, I know there are so many of you. I I have a lot of clients like that, that are just doctor's appointment after doctor's appointment, after this, after this medication and that, and this surgery. And there's so much that you're already having to deal with. And so much that's trying to just like leech the power out of you. And we're just trying to literally, like, I literally picture like light infusing right back into you every single time you listen to one of these episodes. And I hope that that's what you find in looking at our new cover. I hope that's what you find in listening to our new intro alone. I hope that's what you find in following each of us through social media, continuing to follow our journey. And this is just the very freaking beginning. We're two years in and like now we're rolling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I forgot about the light behind us on, yeah. our, on the cover photo. And that's exactly what that is, you know, mm-hmm. because when I started my journey, like I trusted that going without medications was going to be the best thing for me because mm-hmm. I knew that I was so unhealthy that I had to take responsibility for my health and try to do it on my own before I came to the conclusion mm-hmm. of being on medication. And then when it was time, I finally knew it and I was honest with myself like, okay, Erica, you've done it for five and a half years without it. Trust yourself that this is going to be the best next step on your journey. And guess what? It was. And so that is what this is all about. Like we're shining that light into you. We are empowering you. We are hopefully 
you know, helping you tap into what you truly need on this journey and what's going to help you thrive. Like ultimately too, this podcast is about helping you thrive, not just with your autoimmune disease, but like life in general, like this whole journey it started off with trying to heal rheumatoid arthritis. And now it's like healing my relationship with mm. myself and my being. And that mm-hmm. is worth way more than having no joint pain. Yeah. Like I actually genuinely can say that I'm proud of myself and I'm thankful for the person that I am here today. And I'm thankful that all the work that I've put into myself has connected me to other people that are doing the same. Like Rachel, like Mm. what the fuck? Like what the (laughs) hell? Like think about it. Like the fact that Rachel and I can have these conversations and be a hundred percent like agreeing with what we're saying is pretty freaking wild. Like that's so unique that Mm -hmm. I just feel like it was not only Yeah. Not only with the podcast, but just like, if I call you and I'm like, Hey, it's even like, it literally is the fact that we have formed this friendship. We didn't know each other when we started the podcast. Like we barely knew each other. We'd had one Instagram live for an hour and a half together. And that was it. And we were like, okay, this is a thing. And to think that how much this has blossomed in two years to the point where like, if something's just happening in life and I can call you and be like, okay, this thing's bothering me. I know it's stupid, but like, I know that you're also yeah. going to understand. And I call you and you're like, oh yeah, no, I, I would feel the exact same way. That feels really freaking good. And like, I'm not saying that to, I don't know, like rub it in anyone's face. My point there yeah. is like the reason that we were able to come together in such a way is simply because we are each our own selves and we are each so grounded in our own beings. And I've said this a million times through social media and the podcast, but I have never had such a community of people, both in the autoimmune world and just in my daily life of people that just click with me until the past couple of years, because I am so much more grounded in myself. Mm -hmm. I never Mm -hmm. used to have that. And I just think that once you're more grounded in yourself, once you trust yourself, once you give yourself that freedom, once you allow spontaneity to creep in, you attract so much more than you can ever freaking imagine. Like you will manifest the craziest shit into your life. Like I'm in fucking Mm -hmm. New Zealand right now for a month. Okay. And I'm still able to work and empower people from thousands and thousands of miles away. I got through the worst travel experience I've ever had a four days of travel, trying to get here with delays and canceled flights and weather and all the things and like sleeping on the floor and baggage claim, like all of this shit that I literally would have been melting. Like people heard my story of trying to get to New Zealand. And literally I was stuck on a plane for seven hours on the ground. I was stuck in baggage claim, laying on the ground overnight for eight hours, like all this stuff that I got through with a fucking smile on my face. And I'm not kidding you. I literally was still smiling by the end would I have done that years ago? Hell no. I would have been so angry. I would have been like, get me there. I don't care. And so many people came to me on my stories and even in person that we had told and like family members and everyone is like, how are you so calm still? 
how are you like still happy? Like, how are you, how are you and Nax still fine? I'm like, dude, we literally got through it together. And like, honestly, even just that, like attracting, like finding the fucking like love of my life soulmate is insane. It all is because I am grounded in myself. It all is because I allowed myself to surrender to the process of self-growth. And I continue keyword continue every single day to -hmm. create that new version of myself. There's always a new version of yourself that's waiting to come out. And we hope to help you to bring that out in yourself and watch the magic unfold because, oh my. <laughs> hmm As you know, we do not believe there is a one-size-fits-all for autoimmune diseases, especially when it comes to diet. But we do think it's important to experiment and figure out what works best for your own body. I tried an AIP diet when I was first diagnosed and it required a lot of extra preparation and thought and it was basically a full-time job. So I wish I had something available like this back then. We believe in making any part of your autoimmune journey as easy as possible and also sustainable. And we all know food is a huge part of that. Sometimes we just wanna break from cooking every single meal and worrying about ingredients. So for any of you who follow an AIP diet, we have a special offer just for you. Paleo On The Go offers a full menu of ready-made AIP compliant meals delivered right to your door. They use organic ingredients whenever possible and they have a chef on staff who's always coming up with new delicious meals for each season. Paleo On The Go has great meal options for any time of day, including dessert. The subscription service is awesome because you can choose anywhere from eight to 16 meals per month and you'll always have them in your fridge or freezer whenever you need a quick, healthy, AIP compliant meal. Don't forget to use code autoimmune and you all one word at checkout for $15 off your first three subscription orders. All right. So as we mentioned earlier, uh, we want to share an email of someone that emailed us a couple months back and we do have her permission to share this with you, but it just really speaks to all of what we just talked about, basically, of like, just how much our podcast is impacting people and that we want to continue to impact people in this way. And if you find that this story resonates with you, or you have your own story that you want to share with us, please, 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 please message us, email us autoimmune and you at gmail.com or on Instagram at autoimmune and you. We love hearing these. And I know we've said it before, but we don't know how much it's resonating with you unless you tell us. Like sometimes it really does just feel like we're talking to no one or each other, I guess. But we love hearing these stories because it proves to us like, okay, keep keep going, you know, like keep doing what you're mm-hmm. doing. So this email said, hi, Rachel and Erica. I recently discovered your podcast and I can't thank you both enough. I wish I found you sooner. It probably would have saved me a lot of pain and tears. I've had RA since I was 15. I'm 26 now, but I only woke up to holistic health two years ago. Once I realized I had the power to heal my body and potentially get off medication after nine years of injecting myself with chemicals, I was all in, all in to my own detriment. I've spent the last two years researching health to the ends of the internet, and I've really struggled to accept what works for someone else may not work for me. After seeing success story after success story, I thought this has got to work for me too. I wanted to be healed so badly that I was willing to eat or not eat whatever I needed. AIP, medical medium, Patterson program, McDougal, Satvic movement, etc. All of these nearly guaranteed paths to health. And I was bopping from one to the next and back. Despite being absolutely perfect and strict and spending thousands of dollars on the highest quality organic stuff I could get, 
I was getting worse because I was chronically stressed AF. I had become so afraid of what I was putting into my body that my life was no longer enjoyable. I was depressed and anxious and losing weight and damaging my joints because they were perpetually flaring up. And I put off getting back on medication for way too long. All this to say that listening to your perspectives and your stories is the first time in my story that I have given myself permission to release the stress, the restrictive diets and the perfectionism. I finally feel safe enough. Oh my God. I literally like just reading this. I know I'm, I'm, I'm getting tear. I'm getting like tears. And we've read this so many times and I still just, I know I finally feel safe enough to let the wisdom of my own body guide me to prioritize peace and joy over the perfect diet and start loving my life. Mm. Exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> I've never met or found anyone around my age on a holistic autoimmune journey. And I hadn't realized how profoundly this connection could empower my own journey. Even though I don't actually know either of you, I don't feel as alone when I'm listening to your podcast. I feel seen and supported. And wow, that is a stress reducing feeling. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. I hope our paths cross one day soon. Lots of love and healing like chills on chills on freaking chills. And we've read this how many times now? And I still am like, like even just like the words that she used, like finding peace and letting go of perfectionism and literally these words that we use in our podcast over and over feeling empowered over her own journey, like feeling like she knows us feeling seen and supported. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. That literally we were like, we have to share this in our podcast because it is everything. It is everything we want you guys to feel when you listen to an episode. Mm-hmm. That is like everything that I could hope that our listeners get. And it's one thing to have that in our own head and our own heart of what we want our listeners to get from each episode. But it's different when it actually translates, when it mm-hmm. actually is coming through. And the fact that that is coming through for most people that listen to this podcast is like our motivation to keep going, to keep sharing, to mm-hmm. keep being open and vulnerable and honest with you guys, because we're here again, like the first episode to make like ripples, you know, have the ripple effect in this community. And we are changing things on a more positive note. And this is not coming from like an ego stance of like, oh, we stand out, we're this and that. Mm-hmm. But like genuinely, we have been ahead of the the trend <laughs> with it. And we did this from a pure, authentic mm-hmm. place of love and genuine desire to help people. And that just feels really good mm-hmm. that that's actually what's happening. And we're only two years in like Mm -hmm. what could things be in the next like couple years like it's crazy the potential the effect that we can have in this community Mm -hmm. and I'm just trying to celebrate and appreciate our our followers the people that like subscribe and listen to our podcast on a regular basis like Mm -hmm. you guys don't know how special that is for someone that is doing podcasting because there are I, how many podcasts out there at this point in life? It seems oh, like almost everyone. Probably millions, everyone honestly. Has. Yes. So there's probably millions of podcasts out there, millions of episodes that you could possibly listen to. And the fact that there is a good chunk of you guys that listen on a regular basis because we look at our downloads and we have consistent downloads and we can see, you know, what countries are listening to us and all that. So we have a, we have an understanding, but the true thing 
the thing that makes all this true and real for us is hearing these personal stories and how this podcast has touched you. Yeah. The thing that I think about is we have over 33,300 and 30 something downloads. Like as of literally right now, I just checked like, I don't know, an hour ago. And that's in just two years. And that has over doubled in the second year. Like we have like done, I don't even know, like 200% growth or something in the last year. So who knows how much higher it will go. But the thing is, I can only, I just imagine that every single one of those downloads is someone being touched in their own I was life just gonna in that say, moment. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those 33,000 plus opportunities to touch someone's life. Like my mind is fucking blown. Like that makes no sense to my brain. It is so freaking cool. And when I think of it in that way, I'm like, hell yeah, let's keep going. Right. Even though we don't necessarily immediately see the reward, even though we've made zero money with this podcast until very recently, it's still such a beautiful thing. And like, also the fact that we were able to create a retreat coming out of this podcast that we hosted two months ago. And the fact that we're hosting our next one in like nine months, 10 months, like that is such a freaking cool thing. And I'm really excited. I think we should maybe share a little bit more about that next too. Yes. And it. I think this is a good segue into one of our newest sponsors, which we're very excited to share with you guys. So Garden of Flavor is a company that makes fresh juices. They have green juices. They have anti-inflammatory juices. Well, I guess green juices would be in the anti-inflammatory <laughs> juices. Uh, they make nut milks. They have like energy elixirs. They mm-hmm. have all these different um, types of juices that you can get. And they actually sponsored our retreat this year. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, wait a second, because everyone loved them. And mm-hmm. especially you guys know, like Rachel and I have talked a lot about juicy. And like for the first four years of my journey, I juiced every single day. And mm-hmm. that's not even including like doing like three day juice cleanses. Yeah. I would do that where I I would just juice instead of like eating to help like repair my gut. And I really think that was really, really important at the start of my journey to get a lot of my inflammation down. And um, so we're just really excited to have a company that believes in what we're doing because the owner of this company, her mom went through cancer Mm -hmm. and a part of her mom's healing journey was having juices in her diet. So that's just crazy. Like we're not just getting sponsored by these like random companies and we're not just like, yeah, let's just like take on anything like actual companies that align with our message that we're equally excited to talk about and not Mm -hmm. just have them sponsor our podcast. And also companies that are excited for us and like really believe in our mission. So when we were um, talking about sponsorship of our retreat, like Erica said, they sent us literally two huge boxes of juices and they were Mm -hmm. gone by the last day. Everyone loved them. And um, the fact that right before the retreat, we got an email from our um, rep contact there that was saying that the owner is super stoked to partner with us and like wants to continue to after the retreat and like that she's super passionate about all things like anti-inflammation and, and spreading awareness of chronic illnesses. And then we find out that like Erica said, her mom had cancer and that every practitioner she went to suggested juicing as part of her healing Mm -hmm. journey. I mean, that just speaks 
so, so highly of juicing in general. And you know that I also juice celery for two plus Mm -hmm. years of my journey every single day. And that was a huge part of like bringing my own inflammation down and my journey without medication and juicing dates back to literally like 150 BC, like as early as you, like they started juicing like pomegranates and stuff like that. So long. I can't even fathom 150 BC. That is crazy. I don't even know how that, (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that looks like on the time scale. Like, I'm like, what the heck we're in 2023 here. Yeah. That just goes to show you like all the stuff that people have been doing since the beginning of time. Mm -hmm. Those are the healthiest and the most healing. Those are the things that we're going back to in the holistic community. Think about like all of these things like acupuncture and even just meditation and all of these different types of things like herbology and aromatherapy and all these things that have been used for thousands and thousands of years we need mm-hmm. to be going back to the roots and juicing is yep. definitely like a huge part of that as well. And another thing that I really like about juicing, like I used to get this question all the time and honestly still do people are like, well, why don't you just eat celery? Why do you have to juice it? A huge part of juice versus like actually eating the thing. Number one, you'd have to eat a shit ton of whatever's in the juice yeah. in order to get the same nutrients. But also when you're doing that, you are releasing the nutrients in a different way and you're allowing your body to absorb it Um, a little bit easier and more fully. And then also you are not putting as much stress on your digestive system, right? So instead of just like eating all of these super fibrous things and like all of, and like really like bogging down your stomach, you're able to juice and get all of the nutrients and it feels light and it feels fresh. Like we all love the, the feeling of like, you know, sitting on a nice day and like drinking some juice, but going into the new year, I think that we timed this out perfectly to be partnering with garden of flavor because like new everyone's like new year, new me. Well, why not try out some juices and see how you feel? So the energy elixirs have caffeine from Goyasa, which is an all natural source. It's basically like leaves that are harvested in the Amazon and all of the juice ingredients are completely organic. They don't use anything that's not organic, which is also huge with juicing because as we all know of like the clean 15 dirty dozen, There are like a lot, a lot of produce products out there that are farmed with so many pesticides. And when you're juicing it, like I said, you're taking in a lot more. Like you're, let's say like versus eating one apple, you're for a glass of apple juice, you're having like eight apples. I don't know. I don't know the real ratio, but like (laughs) my point is you'd be taking in way more pesticides from juicing if you were to use just conventional products for that. And so I think that's really important as well. Their juice is literally just so fresh, so amazing. So fresh. The nut milk also, I had never Mm. had that before. They just sent us like new boxes um, actually before I came to New Zealand. And so Max and I were drinking like a lot of them before we came. And the nut milk, oh my God. It tastes like horchata. It It does! It it tastes a little bit like horchata. So like you get, I've talked about it on the podcast of like, I can't tolerate nuts and seeds. Cashew is like the one that I can tolerate in a very small amount without having like a big reaction. But the, the nut milk is like, I think it was made from cashew. It had like, it had like a little cinnamon and like pure vanilla. And And I think uh, agave. and yeah, I think it was agave and I tasted like a little bit. It was so freaking good. My husband definitely drank those down, but I've been drinking the, the turmeric ginger one. It's very, very gingery, but I love 
gender. So it's not mm-hmm. a problem for me. Um, and then, yeah, they sent us like a bunch of stuff and it was all so fresh and so freaking good. I was like, dude, all these companies that we talk about, you know, that we've been sponsored by like Paleo on the go, uh, Garden of Flavor. Like, I'm like, wow, I wish I had this like all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially at the start of my journey, it would have made things like a lot easier for me. Yeah. Um, I have to say, I literally just pulled up their website just to fact check us on what was in the nut milk. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure that's all that was in there. And yes, we were right. They have a new one that is squeezing greetings. And so it's cranberry, pomegranate, cinnamon, clove, and star anise. Um, mm. It sounds so good. Mm. It's like a holiday flavor. I'm like, um, what? <laughs> You're like, can we get that? <laughs> right. Um, so anyway, Garden of Flavor, uh, I feel like we can't say enough about it. Seriously, like juicing is super good for your health. And the fact that these are all organic, the fact that the company itself has so much integrity and they genuinely care about the products that they're putting out there. The fact that you can get fresh juices right to your doorstep, um, hello, you don't have to do all the work of like getting out your juicer and cleaning it out after and washing your Mm -hmm. fruit and getting a shit ton of fruit and vegetables. And also you never know how it's going to taste when like you're doing it yourself (laughs) and you can rest assured that we've tried almost all of their juices and they're all really good. Um, And then also, also the best part about all of this, I know you guys might've been waiting for this part. Um, (laughs) We have, I think this is the best discount offer of any of our sponsors, right? Mm -hmm. So they're Mm -hmm. offering our listeners 20% off, which is like unheard of for uh, podcast sponsorships. Like seriously, take advantage of this 20% off, kickstart your new year, right? Use code autoimmune and you as always. And one other thing to note is that most juices out there that you get at the store are not just like the juice that it says on the front nine times out of 10. You look at the ingredients on the back and you're like, oh, actually this has like artificial flavors or colors or preservatives. These juices are what they say they are. They're hundred percent organic. They're super clean. And this company, like we will forever stand by them. And I'm just going to call it right now. They'll be sponsoring the next uh, retreat as well. And like I said, I know I already said that the energy elixirs are my personal favorite, but I think that this is a good way. If you're maybe looking for a supplement, I know a lot of people out there on a health journey or not love those like caffeinated drinks, like, I don't know, like bang and like Celsius. And I don't know what other ones are out there. Cause I don't really drink oh, them yeah. ever, but I know there's a lot of people that still drink those, even though every other aspect of their wellness routine is actually really good. Maybe this helps you get out of that because it does, it's a really good source of caffeine and completely clean, natural, organic energy. So maybe just maybe, even if you're not into juicing, you try something like this just for the energy aspect. And then you also know that you're getting all the other health benefits of the juice as well. So if you haven't tried juicing yet, you know, this we're starting a new year new, you know, people go into the new year with new ideas about how they want to approach their health. And if you feel like I really need to get my inflammation down, like even just doing a little juice cleanse, like Mm -hmm. a three day, two day juice cleanse, even a one day, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, could really be beneficial if you're like really flared up. Like that was something that I did a lot on my journey. Like if I was feeling flared up, I would do like a three day juice 
cleanse and I would feel a lot better by the end of the three days. And that's a very natural way to get your inflammation mm. down because you're not irritating your gut with food, even if they're healthy or not. Like juices are just better on your gut. They don't, it has to do less work. So try it out, you know, get, use this code. We have this here for you for a reason. Like everything that we want to offer our listeners is something that we've tried ourselves and use, um, you know, regularly either one point on our journey or not. Um, we want you guys to try these things. And then we want to hear from you guys, like, again, not just like how the podcast has helped you, but like the things that we're offering, like, does it help you or not? Because that's, that gives us feedback because mm -hmm. we want to continue to sponsor with brands that obviously our listeners are about. And, uh, we want this to be beneficial to you, not just to us. So segueing into the last thing that we want to talk about, which is our retreat coming up in 2023. We have more information to share with you. This is going to be a beautiful luxury autoimmune retreat. And just like anything else that we do, it's not like, Hey, you have an autoimmune disease. We're going to talk about that the whole time. It's actually quite the opposite where kind of like I talked about a little bit earlier in this episode, we all know that we have an autoimmune disease, but we're going to focus on some really deeper healing We'll have workshops for the mind, for the body, for the soul. We'll have movement workshops throughout. We'll have, of course, sponsored goodie bags. We'll have all sorts of really amazing things to offer you. But not only that, the space that we found is absolutely incredible. The grounds of the space is beautiful. The rooms are absolutely beautiful. The living space, I mean, the location is surrounded by beautiful desert. Um, it's going to be in Palm Springs area. And we are super excited. This is literally a once in a lifetime time opportunity because it's never going to be like this again, right? We're constantly evolving and changing and doing different locations. And so this time is going to be in that area. And if this is something that speaks to you, reach out to us, email us, message us on Instagram, and we'll get this ball rolling because we want to be able to connect with you in person. We want to be able to share these stories and like have these conversations with you face to face rather than you just listening to it. So if this interests you, let us know, like literally ASAP don't sleep on this because we are accepting enrollments starting literally in like a week. And we can't wait to like really show you the photos of this place and mm -hmm. get and tell you more of like what we're thinking. Um, but we don't want to share all the details on here because we want yeah. like the people that are genuinely interested to get like the real down and dirty deets. So guys, big things coming in 2023, guest speakers, merchandise, our second retreat, just so many opportunities. And we're just excited to continue to evolve individually together with this podcast, with our retreat, just so many good things to look forward to. And we just want to thank you from the bottom of our heart for continuing to be with us on this journey and just giving us the love and support that we feel that we are giving you guys. Cause that feels mm -hmm. good too. Like Rachel and I want to be able to know that you guys are listening. And I want to say thank you to everyone that has emailed us, that has direct messaged us, who has liked or subscribed or left mm -hmm. us a review on our podcast. That's the one thing I want to end on. If you guys love what we're sharing on here, the best way that you can show your appreciation is to leave us a review mm -hmm. on either Apple Podcasts or Audible. I do believe like those are the two most common places you can actually write a review. And at the very least, just give us a rating. Those ratings mm -hmm. help our podcast get to the top. So if someone is searching 
autoimmune, just that even just autoimmune, mm-hmm. like we will be coming up at the top if we have a lot more ratings, a lot more reviews, you know, those things help us. So mm-hmm. it's very, very important because if you are learning stuff from our podcast and our podcast is helping you think about the other person out there that mm-hmm. hasn't heard this information needs to hear this information to help them on their healing journey. So it's not just about us. It's about us being able to reach more people so that way they can get the help. Yeah. Collectively get the help and support that they need. Like we need you guys. Like that's Mm -hmm. the oddest thing. Like we need you guys to help us to keep this podcast going and to keep sharing this message. And we just appreciate every single way that you could possibly support us. And I just want to say like, we value you even if you just listen to us and maybe you don't feel like writing us a review or you're not good at that. Like we still value you as a person, Mm -hmm. as a listener of our podcast, because those downloads definitely are a representation that we are reaching people. Like Rachel said, they're not just downloads. Those 33,000 downloads are 33,000 listens. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so that is like puts it into a whole other perspective for us. Because to me, when I hear 33,000 times that someone has listened Mm -hmm. to anything that we've put out there is like mind blowing. Yeah. So thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for all of your support over the last couple of years. Even if you just started listening to us a week ago, like, thank you. Like, thank you for joining us on this journey at whatever point of time that you've started listening, because the Erica that in Rachel that started two years ago is very different, you know, from the Erica and Rachel that is Uh, that's talking to you today. Mm -hmm. And so thank you for understanding our growth and being open and flexible to the information (laughs) that we're sharing here. But I feel like at the very least, we have been consistent in our mission. Mm -hmm. It's just the way we've expressed it may have changed. So thank you guys for being a part of that. Yeah, we would not be in the top freaking 20% of all podcasts out there. Like we said, there's probably a million podcasts, maybe more. We are in the top 20% based on the amount of downloads that we receive per episode. And that is only because of you. So thank you so much. Thank you for continuing to support us and believe in us. And we absolutely wholeheartedly forever believe in you. And we want you to just live your happiest and healthiest life that you possibly can. All right. We'll talk to you in the new year. See you in the new year. I hope you have an amazing time celebrating with family, with friends, laughter, fun, love, and all the things in between. Happy new year. Bye.